Okay, we've had a great Skype fellowship, and now I'll hand it over to you, Kim. God bless you. God bless everybody, and tonight, with a heavy heart, I really don't want to confess it, but we're living in a world which is a dog-eat-dog world. And today, just put the icing on the cake for me, when I heard a pastor say, there's a big notice outside his church, <coughs> come and get your flu jab, because the elderly are not in a prime position and flu kills. And underneath was a small charge for a free flu jab in the church. A small charge donated to the church, you know, if you have your flu jab there. So, you know, being in the job that I'm in, flu jabs are free for anyone over the age of 65. And if you do have health issues like breathing problems, asthma, things like that, it's free. Companies are now giving flu jabs because they're terrified that this beast from the east is coming and it's going to wipe out their workers and they're going to lose pay because obviously they can't work because they got the flu. So they're actually employing um, pharmacists and doctors to go in and to inject the whole company with the flu jab. But the worst part was hearing this pastor say that flu kills. Not that God heals, <laughs> but flu kills. And it really, really got to me and troubled me today. So everywhere I was going, you know, I was just letting people know that flu, yeah, get your free flu jab in our pharmacy because it's free we don't charge you know there's not a small donation to the church but then it reminded me you know if you take your bibles and you have a look at matthew chapter 24 and i'm going to read from verse 5 first it says for many shall come in my name saying i am christ and shall deceive many <laughs> and you hear of wars and rumors of wars they should put in there and flu, killer flu. And, and it says, see that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And that's happening here in the UK right now with this, you know, leaving the euro. And uh, Boris, what's his name? Johnson, Johnson. you know, took the parliament out and now he's you know the supreme court have said that he's wrong and oh my goodness um kingdom against kingdom and there should be famines and pestilence you know they could put your flu in there and earthquakes in diverse places now all these are the beginning of sorrows you know people are walking around with a heavy head you know this flu is going to kill you know the elderly are really at the the, the worst part you know, they're the ones that's going to get it more than anyone. And it, it's wiped out so many people over the years. And get your flu jab. It's just fear-based, fear-orientated. And for a pastor of a church to be, you know, promoting the flu jab, first and foremost, he's going to make money off of it. 
<laughs> you know. But secondly, that there's nothing in there that says that God heals. And I remember Danny went to a local church and he was healing everyone in that church. And then the pastor asked him not to come anymore. <laughs> because he was he was fearful charismatic well. but he was fearful because people were going to Danny and Amber rather than going to him That's right. so he was losing his position fear fear based <laughs> then in verse 10 it says and they shall and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. A pastor of a church deceiving the elderly. Getting money for his own gains. I'm only saying this about the one particular church that I saw the sign outside. You know, and the pastor stood there putting up his flu banners and everything else. Fear orientated. And it's wrong. Matthew 26. And in verse 41, it says, Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. We see a growing of unfaithfulness, a falling away because people are offended by the truth. They're so offended by the truth, it gives them a reason to do their own thing. They have formulated their own idea of Christianity and the responsibility forsaking the gospel or the good news of Christ for a gospel that suits them. Yep, yep. People start loving and serving the church and themselves rather than serving Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, when I read um, Matthew, let's go to Matthew 24. I wanted to finish off there. Um, verse 5 says, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. If we go down to verse 10, it says, And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, shall hate one another. Many false prophet, prophets shall rise, and, and shall deceive many. And here it is, verse 12, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. The love of many shall wax cold. Professed Christians, people that say, I am a Christian, they hold their hand up. It's those that have lost that love. It's uh -huh. those that have lost the love of God and they've chosen the doctrines that suit them and suit their purpose rather than the love of God, the agape. They're smitten with, the, with all that the world entices and entails and they cleave to that rather than to the word of God. You know, we have two commandments, is to love God and to love our neighbor. How is saying that flu is a killer loving your neighbor? You know, Christ came, he came with salvation. He came with us, set us apart so that we are not like this world. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world and they climb on each other's backs to get to the top. Mm -hmm. And it's wrong. Two commandments, love God, love your neighbour. Let's look at James. Gospel, uh, 
gospel. Ark at me. James chapter 2. <laughs> I was going to go to John, that's why I said that, but I'm going to leave that. Let's go to James. <coughs> chapter 2, and in verse 8 it says, If you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself. You do well. And it's, it starts with an if. So in other words, you have a choice. See, God gives free will. Okay, so that, that pastor or the vicar, whoever it is, he had free will to stick those banners up, to make money for the church, to, you know, put the fear into the, the elderly that flu is a killer. But not that God is life. Life through Christ Jesus. Jesus that came with the salvation to set people free, to set us apart from this world. That we don't have to be indoctrinated with the world and the customs and everything else that goes with it. But that we know that Christ died for us. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians, Ephesians, Galatians. Chapter 5, verse 14 says, For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, Thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself. But if you bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed yeah. one of another. Love thy neighbour as thyself. But how can we if we don't even love ourselves? Mm. How can we love someone else if we don't love ourselves? Well, God says that we are his masterpiece. He has given us every enablement we need. If God loves us, who can be against us? It's only us that puts ourselves down. See, the world convinces us of its lies. Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I don't have the qualifications. I'm not rich. I'm ugly. I don't have no self-esteem. I've got no confidence. But God says you're his masterpiece. He's made you perfect in his image so with God in Christ in you you can overcome anything that this world throws at you Jesus Christ was our example Jesus Christ was love he loved God and he loved his neighbor he fed the poor physically but most importantly spiritually he healed the sick. What, with his own hands? No, with God working within him. And most of all, he brought salvation. That salvation is what sets us free. Sets us free from this world, sets us free from what the vicars and the pastors and all the different doctrines say. God says, you are his masterpiece. You are good enough. You are worthy. You do have the qualifications. See? Difference. 
it's I'm not worthy. God says you are worthy. So you make up your mind. Again, it's putting that if in front. You choose. Do you believe what God says about you or do you believe what the world says about you? The love of many will wax cold. Don't be one of them. Don't listen to the lies and the, the different doctrines. Listen to the truth. Because it's only the truth that will set you free. God is love. We love God. We love our neighbour. When we entangle ourselves, we get confused. We get lonely. We get sad, weary and tired. Let's take a look at Psalms 119. Psalms is such a healer. Psalms 119. I'm not going to read all of it because it's a long one. But you know, if you do feel lonely and you do feel confused and you're weary, read Psalms 119. But we're going to look at verse 28. My soul melteth for heaviness. And basically you can read that, my soul is weary with heaviness. Strengthen thou me according to thy word. Right? The words from God. See, God can talk to you. God can inspire you, give you desires and your hopes and your dreams. And he'll move you on a higher plane. He'll take you out of this world and into his world spiritually. Spiritually where you've got everything that you need to accomplish what he wants you to accomplish. It goes on. Remove from me the way of lying and grant me thy law graciously. I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgments have I laid before me. I have stuck in unto thy testimonies. O Lord, put me not to shame. I will run the way of thy commandments when thou shalt enlarge my heart. See, when God enlarges our heart, we have a heart for people. If you saw someone with a need, would you carry on walking by and you think to yourself, oh, someone else will deal with that. You know, agape is not a five cents word. Once we start to think charity starts at home, that's your first fall down. Mm -hmm. Charity does not start at home. Charity is the love of God in the renewed mind in manifestation. So if you see someone with a need, you get in there. Even if it's just to say a few words to bless them, whether it's just a few words of encouragement. Because remember, as we speak, one speaks, another waters, but it's God that gives the increase. Don't hold back on that word, guys. If you got a word to bless someone, you bless them. So today I went out blessing and I said, flu is not a killer. You can come to our pharmacy and we will give you a free flu jab. Come to our fellowship and we'll heal you if you get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come to our fellowship and we'll heal you if you get the flu. Right? Don't want the church making money. All right, the world promotes this beast from the east and the flu that's going to kill you. But my God's greater than that flu. Amen. My God Amen. heals. 
My God is a deliverer. My God brought salvation through his son Jesus Christ. And we can all profit to the better. You do make me laugh, love. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 4. Psalms of Proverbs chapter 4. And in verse 2 it says, For I give you good doctrine, forsake not my law. Right? The doctrine's there. The word, God given us his word so that we can read it. But, don't forget the most important, and that is to love God and to love our neighbour. Now, if we're backbiting and we're not speaking to other Christians or, you know, we have a difference in doctrine, that's not being loving. That's not loving one another. Hebrews chapter 13. Oh, got a dandy here. Hebrews 13. Verse 5, it says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he have said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. So even if the beast of the east comes and you get flu, fear not, all right? Because the Lord is our helper. Amen. He can heal. He can restore. See, we need to start restoring this body of Christ. All this division with the different churches, the different doctrines, this don't bless God at all. Amen. And the one thing that does is that we love him and we love our neighbour, whoever our neighbour is at that particular moment. Mm. God says, I promise you, if you love me and you love your neighbour, you're content with what you have, he will never leave us or forsake us. And I've got a little dandy that I want to play you here. Me and uh, technology aren't that good, so bear with me. <laughs> and I hope you can hear it. It turned right up. And help me understand where I'm going. You walk with me when I was all alone. So
So if you guys need a friend, God's your friend. If you're weary, you're sad, you're overcome by this world, remember there's nothing impossible with him. And when you look down and you only see one set of footprints, you know that's when God's carrying you. So have a great week and I love you guys. Bless you. Amen. So that's like all these different doctrines. Just look at the lifestyle and look at the fruit. Fruits and results don't lie. And, uh, you know, it's all about results as well. You know, we, we will manifest what we're living, what we're doing, what we're applying, what we're speaking, what we're believing. We are where we are today because of our faith. And uh, so we're to guard our heart with all diligence. And, you know, God is at work. He, and we just got to remember, he's a living God. He's right present right now, right where you are. He's present. He's searching the hearts. And who can he send? Who's going to do what he wants? And here I am, Lord, send me. I don't know about you. <laughs> and sometimes you might lose some friends because you're saying what God wants you to say. And uh, before I used to be worried about, oh, I better get this right, better get that right. And I don't think about that now. If you don't like me because of what I said, then take it up with God. And <laughs> that's what I think now, you know. But, I, you know, I endeavor to inspire people, encourage people, love people. And one thing really blessed me this week, just to finish off here, is that uh, I had a, my granddaughter started school for the first time, for the full time, like for the whole day. And uh, so when she come home, she had a little bump on her head and a little bruise around her eye. And then she said to mummy, I didn't eat nothing. So, <clears throat> so my daughter was uh, messaging me, telling me what had happened. And I was kind of like really angry. And I was like, what's going on here? Nobody know what's going on. But then I got quiet and then I just started to give her a fight. I told her hand, you know, I advised her how she should handle the situation with humble heart and just to clarify everything to go into the school the next day and I said to her do you pray every night and every morning for, for your hand of protect God's hand of protection around the kids and she said yeah I do dad and I said well that's one thing I've been doing I said how old do you love 31 31 years without fail not a day gone past I said for Zara the my older daughter 34 years and so for Carl and for Danny not one day has gone past without me praying for my kids and so I just I said to her I sound I'm sounding like Nanny Mary that was my mum my mum was called Mary she fell asleep about eight years ago and she would give me all this advice that I was giving her and I said I feel like Nanny Mary <laughs> she was laughing and uh but you know you are important everyone on here is important Amen. you are important to god and you're important for someone else's life it's not about us anymore it really isn't the enemy will have us focus on ourselves, on our own needs and what's going on in our lives but when we're doing that we're, we're not really available to minister to the needs of others and you know our time we go with god in our time whether it's night time morning morning and night and evening me i'm with god you know and i want to be available i said far right i'm available you use me as you want you work in me and and i'll do what you want me to do and and i'm learning and i'll speak what you've put in my heart to speak i want to help people 
I want to do what Jesus Christ done. That's what he done. He reconciled people back to God, to God, to go directly to him. And, uh, and I, you know, things are taking shape here. God's working in all of our hearts. And uh, just keep each other in prayers. If you need to call in the week, if you want someone, if you're feeling lonely, give us a call. I'm here all day. <laughs> I'm available. And there's other people that are also available. God, God will direct your heart. He'll show you who to call if you need to call someone. But call someone. Don't stay there, you know, freaking out and letting your faith come down to the point you've got to wait to the next fellowship to be built up again. Every day. You can be hot every day. And yes, we all go through these times. You know, I do. I have my down times. But when I'm in those down times, you won't get to speak to me because I'm praying. <laughs> I'm going to God, Father, what's going on here? And then I start saying what I want, not what I see. I don't agree with the situation. I refuse it. So anyway, guys, let's uh, have a time of prayer, manifestations, and we'll close out. Um, and at the end, after that, I just realized Scott come on as well. So welcome, Scott. You can share at the end if, you, if there's anything in your heart you want to share. So... Who would like to uh, pray? Anyway. Father, thank you. Thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace. We don't fully understand it. I don't believe we're going to fully understand it until we get up there. Um, but teach us, show us, help us to understand what we can understand of your love, mercy, and grace because it's so far above what we can think, what we can understand. Teach us to walk in your in your, way, in your steps. Thank you for this fantastic fellowship and for Lara and Kim opening up their hearts, your word, and their time for us. Father, teach us that we can walk like your son did in Galilee. As a matter of fact, every every place each and every one of us are is our Galilee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can reach out. We can ask and see with the eyes of Christ. We can hear with the ears of Christ. We can see the eyes speak more and loud, more louder than anyone can speak with their lips when you look at someone's eyes. And Father, thank you for showing us who has a need, who we can reach out to. Because we can see with the eyes of Christ, we can hear with the eyes of Christ, uh, with the ears of Christ, and then we need to reach out with the arms and the love and the heart of Christ that's within us. Yeah. So thank you for the dynamic word that we received tonight from Lord. Thank him. Thank you the sharings of everybody's heart tonight they did affect each and every one of us they did have a blessing that hit each and every one of our hearts and thank you all like we're just shared it's the fruit and the results don't lie and we can each say here am i lord send me whether it's to one individual whether it's to a hundred individuals whether it's to a, a block, a city, a town, a state. Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you for teaching us. For us always 
remaining humble, humble of heart and mind, knowing that we need you just as great in the blessed times as we need you in the least of times. So I thank you for that. Thank you for always keeping us and helping us to stay humble to you, your word, and to our brothers and sisters in Christ who are standing on sound doctrine. Thank you, Father, for this night, for this fellowship, for the saints gathered here. In the name of your Son, Jesus, amen. 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 Beautiful. Anybody else want to pray? Carry on. Well, Heavenly Father, I truly thank you for the, the great opportunity that we can fellowship one with another. And I truly do thank you, God, for the, the great honour and the privilege that we have that we can hold forth your word, that we can be Christ-like, that we can heal the sick, that we can raise the dead, we can cleanse the lepers, that we can speak those fitly spoken words, God that can bring salvation and deliverance to people's lives. That we are in this world for a purpose. And that purpose is solely to bring salvation and deliverance to other people, God. That when Christ comes back, that all of us will be gathered together. So I just thank you for that day, God. I thank you for your love and your goodness that you bestow upon us on a daily basis. As we continue to look to you, that we have a heart for you and we have a heart for your people, God. I thank you for our relationships with you and with our partners and with our friends and our families. Thank you that we can be those great examples, those masterpieces that you've created in each and every one of us that we lack nothing, that we are worthy, that we are good enough, that we have all the qualifications that we need, that we don't need to be sad or lonely or afraid, but that your spirit that lives in us just builds us up on a daily basis. I thank you for the area in which I work right now and I thank you for all the people that I speak with and bless and encourage that you do a mighty miracle there God that you keep that flu away from that area and that your word gets spoken and it cleans out that rubbish that the world tries to indoctrinate mm. and I thank you that we can be living epistles known and read of all men God that we are individuals and when those individuals come together we can make a mighty impact that we crush that adversary beneath our feet every time we speak your word. So I thank you for this and for each person on the Skype. Thank you that they have their needs met, that they're healthy, that they're strong, that all their um, financial burdens are lifted, God, that you have given us everything pertaining unto life and godliness, that we are in an abundance of every aspect of our lives, God. So I lift this night to you and I thank you for a great week, that we have great testimonies next week, that we can encourage one another and we can esteem one another more highly than ourselves, God. 
So I thank you for this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And Father, I want to thank you, Father. We are what you say we are, Father. We're not what anybody else or the world or circumstances or situations say we are, Father. And you also say, Father, that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And I thank you, Father, that we can think your thoughts. We can think from that throne room of grace, Father, as we are heirs of you and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And that we're the ones to decide to be strong or to be weak. That we have to make up our own minds to be strong in you and in the power of your might. And Father, that we are to clothe ourselves in that righteousness in our hearts, in our minds, that we're to walk in it, live in it, energized by you, led by your spirit, Father, as you're directing our hearts daily, that we are powerful people because we've been delivered from the authority of darkness, Father. And Father, you say that you've provided everything, and I believe that because you have everything in Christ Jesus so that we can rule and reign in this life by one Jesus Christ. That also includes the era of abundance so that your people are free from the financial force of this world and they can walk in your abundance to be a blessing. And Father, that when we listen to your voice, like it says in Deuteronomy, when we listen to your voice and obey to do it, that we're blessed when we lie down, when we rise up, when we come out, that your blessings will chase us down and overtake us, so Father. When we are walking with you, Father, then we're faithful. Then we are those great stewards, Father, because we realize that what we have is yours, that you've given it to us freely so that we can truly enjoy this life, that we can be your powerful witnesses, that we can bring deliverance. Thank you for the power that you've given us in our prayer life, that we can pray and change our nations, change our cities, change our countries, change our culture like they did in the first century church because they were led by you. They were led by your spirit. They'd done what you put in their hearts to do. And they were bold and they didn't back down in the face of a thirsty, but they moved forward. They were on the offensive, Father, because they trusted in you, the living God. They even would lay down their life. That's why they didn't even care for their life in this world. That's why they were free to move in that power, because you hadn't given them a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. Father, thank you for the understanding of your scriptures, that you are opening them up. And you're showing us the beauty, the depth, and the heart of how you move with your people. That you as the one directing them all the time, Father, giving them what to say in that very hour. And that you cause them to triumph and you deliver them. Thank you, God, for your wonderful loving kindness and your tender mercies, Father. Thank you that we are your masterpieces. Thank you that you've equipped us and you've empowered us to live above this world so that our examples speak louder than anything. Because your truth speaks louder than anything. And when it's living in us, people will be drawn to you because we're shining as those lights. So Father, I just thank you right now for raising up your people, God, all over the world, all in our cities, all in our country, especially this nation of Great Britain, Father that you'll drag it out of the pits of the enemy, Father, and that you'll put a good government in there, Father, that you'll rise someone up, that you'll get the right person in there that's going to get the job done that needs to be done. And we're to pray for our president and prime ministers and kings and queens and all those in authority, God. So, Father, put your people in power that you want in there, the people that are going to do the best job for our country and for the nations of the world. 
Father, for the whole nations of the world. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and love. And Father, that we're the ones that should be ruling and reigning. Father, through our prayer life, for our relationship with you, that you'll get us into positions where we can have influence in our governments, in our local councils and governments. I thank you for this right now. Father, raise us up. Help us to see who we truly are and that we're not just someone that comes to fellowship to get blessed for that day, but we're powerful every day because we have you, the living God, the fountains of living water working in us and leading us and guiding us. I thank you for all these. There's so much in my heart I want to pray, but I just thank you for these things right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Anybody else want to pray? Father, thank you right now for your um, loving and comforting presence in our lives and for always being there for us every day and for us knowing that there's nothing in this world that we ever have to fear because you're bigger than any adversity in this world, any disease, any sickness, any trouble, Father. So. Uh, and we know we can lean on you anytime and that you never, never leave us. So just thank you just for your um, loving and comforting presence in our lives and for this great fellowship tonight, um, this great opportunity to hear your word. And uh, now we can just walk boldly out in this world and um, take that word and share it with others and be your shining lights. So just thank you right now for uh, this great night of fellowship. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. So we'll have three people manifest. So whoever wants to speak in tongues, interpret or prophesy, go ahead. <laughs> Mighty God, give you love, son. Know that I have given you everything. Know that you are positioned right now where you need to be. I have placed you there. Don't be weary. Don't try to make up things or set up things in your life, for I have placed you there for a particular season and a particular time. Wait on me. Expect great things for me. Let me lead you. Let me show you what to do and where to go. So don't be weary. Don't think that you're not doing anything for me. I have placed the most precious thing within you. I have placed me through my son in you. And that spirit lives and it burns and I talk to you through it, with it, guide you with it. So always look to it and trust it. Don't trust the world. It'll tell you lies all the time. Everything that comes out of its mouth is lies. But look to me, look to my heart. I want nothing to do but to love you and show you that love now and throughout all eternity. I have paid a great price for you because you are so precious and so valuable. There is nothing that I would do for you let that sink in your heart. Believe it. Trust it. Meditate on that. Because there's nothing that can separate me from you. There's nothing that can separate my love from you. Amen. Frank, do you prophesy? Today I heal you. I give you strength to be wealthy. Not for yourself, but for others. For my ministers, for those who are standing upon me and you stand to and go ahead and heal people I send you 
because you are my children, I love you. You are my daughters, I love you too. You are my uh, light and uh, shine in this world because I am your God and I love you. I take care of all your life. I love you. Amen. And one more person, please. Know, my child, that you are not alone. You are before me, blameless and pure, and I set you apart because you are mine, you are holy. You are seated on my right side in Christ, and you look at yourself as that. Don't look like the world look to you. Don't let it deceive you because, my child, I am the one that abides in you because I gave you my spirit to you. You have my mercy, you have my grace, you have my forgiveness, you have my love. So be strong in that and walk, walk boldly with an open heart and come to me with great, great trust and talk to me because my heart melts when I hear, my, hear you, my child. I see your steps. I see everything that you do, and I'm the one that takes care of you. Just be bold, fear not, because there is nothing in that world that is bigger than me, and I am the one that walks side by side with you. Come to me boldly. Look at me and only to me, because I'm the one that will show you anything that you need to see in that world. I will show you your way. I will give you direction. I will teach you. Just come to me and trust, because you are never alone, my child. Amen. Warren? Yes, sir. Uh, sorry, I just came back. I had to take a medical call. I would like to manifest if I could. Yes, please, carry on. Yes. Um... <clears throat> My beautiful children, I am for you. I'm always with you. I've given you everything to be complete through my son. You are therefore complete. You are my masterpiece. Each one of you know in the depths of your heart who your father is and how he looks after every one of you so continue with your peace and knowing me and knowing my love through christ jesus i love you amen amen well heavenly father just thank you for those wonderful words of exaltation and comfort words of deliverance thank you god for your love your mercy your grace and your peace your strength your energy that life-giving energy in our bodies, Father, as we speak in tongues, Father, that it helps our infirmities also. It gives thanks well. Perfect prayer and praise. Thank you, God, that you put your word in our mouth and in our heart. And thank you, Father, that we can walk in the demonstration of the spirit of power, Father. That we can manifest that love, that Christ in us, the hope of glory, God. That we can manifest Christ to the world. And I thank you, Father, that we are truly honoured and privileged. And we love you, God, and we thank you for your 
goodness in our life, your mercies, your grace, your compassions, which are new every morning, God, and that our minds are free. They're clear right now that doubt is gone, fear's gone, worry's gone. You are free, Father, because you've set us free. Thank you that we are free. Thank you for your goodness and love. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. 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 Well, that was a great... Amen.